Welcome to Women Who Sarcast. I'm Kathy Barron. And I'm comedian Mario the Butcher Montez. Mario. Hey. How, uh, so how's married life been? Oh, married life? Well, let's see. We celebrated our one year anniversary. Congratulations. June. It was great. June 24th. And uh, made it a whole year. And, Look uh, at you. Yeah, the first of many. You know the nice <laughs> thing about... Guinness Book of World Record. Well, you know... We got married, as you know, uh, uh, in our early 50s. Mm-hmm. I was uh, 51, and uh, she's the same age. So um, we won't have to worry about the 50-year anniversary <laughs> party because we're old. <laughs> it's great. Maybe the 25. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, um, we, we both married uh, late and for the first time, both of us. And you don't have a 20-year you know, gap. Age gap in between. No, not at all, because that's usually when fifty-year-old men marry. Is they marry <laughs> the second time with a younger lady? Yeah. No, and she doesn't have any children, and I don't have any children, so um, it's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's unlike anything I thought it was going to be. What you did know? you think it was going to be? Like marriage, and what does that mean? You know, the old ball and like chain, the, like and, the uh, Bundys. Well. I didn't know because I'd never done it before, mm-hmm. and I'd never really been in a serious relationship because I really wasn't serious about anything for many years. Right. You know, I was serious about my drinking. Well, that's you know? something. Yeah, hey, hey, I know that. I'll drink to that. But um, <laughs> no, it was uh, it, it, the best way I can um, describe it for me was is marriage is um, being married to my beautiful wife Jerry. Um, is the most freedom I've ever felt in my mm-hmm. life. I've never felt this free. And uh, what does that mean? Meaning, I don't have to put on anything, any kind of any airs. clothes. No, that too. <laughs> like, I'll come out the shower, and we have like I have these two um, canvas uh, uh, boxes. You know that. that Where's like, this going? Well, I like to keep my socks in them. You know, in the in the closet. Oh, okay, it's just easier that way. When you fold them, you put them. Like a big old tote, you know? Okay. So I'll go grab them to get my socks and my boxer briefs, you know, I have. And, <laughs> and But she's sitting there on the bed or whatever. I'm out the shower. I'm naked, right? <laughs> and I don't care, you know, how I look. Because I feel comfortable. Because that's my wife. Right. Obviously, I wouldn't do that in front of anybody else. Well, I, I don't think your wife would appreciate that either. No, no. But, you know, right. I, I just wouldn't. And um, I don't feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you know? And also, too, uh, um, emotionally, I'm wide open. I can, like, just tell her anything, mm-hmm. how I feel, if I'm having a, a bad day or a great day mm-hmm. or a nothing day. And um, I don't have to, you know, oh, I'm fine, you know, and lie. You know what I mean? How we yeah. do all the time. Yeah. Um, but with her, I'm, like, wide open. And it's it's um, it's intimacy sharing uh your life with somebody, sharing your bed, sharing your kitchen, sharing everything, mm-hmm. sharing your bathroom, mm-hmm. right? But, yeah, that's the real test. Well, you know, I that's <laughs> something I even say on stage was I've never prayed harder than I've ever prayed was the first time that I blew up her bathroom <laughs> in Dublin. <laughs> we we moved in together like the Christmas season of 2015. Mm-hmm. And... uh. I was just going to the bathroom at the store, you know, <laughs> for the first almost two weeks. I would just hold it, yeah. you know, because our old market, they had a rather nice bathroom, you know, <laughs> upstairs or downstairs. 
So that's where I'd go. Mm-hmm. I'd have to go, you know. So, because I that was just I'd never done that before, you know. So, um, I had a day off, and she had a run to the store. So she took off, and I'm like, "Ooh, I gotta go to the bathroom," you know. <laughs> so we had like a little uh, mother-in-law unit at where we, where we lived, a little cottage. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm getting ready. All right, you know, might as well get my shower stuff ready. You know, the whole routine. And so uh, I went to the bathroom, and then I had to come out for something, and uh, she came home, like you know, like that. It was Sooner like, it had been than like you ten thought. minutes. Yes. <laughs> And I go, hey, you know, because she was supposed to go to Costco. She was supposed to go somewhere else to Rayleigh's. I'm like, hey, what are you doing here? And she goes, oh, I had to go to the bathroom. I had to make a U-turn. Oh, okay. And I'm like, okay, I know the fan's on, you know. And so she closed the door and I start praying. And and it was like those, I was praying like a black man, you know. (laughs) Heavenly infant Lord, sweet Jesus, please don't allow her to, you know. I thought she was going to break up with me. But you know what? She came out, okay, I got to go. Bye, love you. Boom. Nothing. Yeah. And I was like, well, I know she knows. And then you walked in there going, does it not smell? That's what I thought. I said, you know, I have been eating a lot of vegetables lately. (laughs) But... But it, she, it didn't bother her because, you know, it just didn't bother her. Yeah. And so that was like, that was a huge one for me. Mm-hmm. I just, I just let it go. And it's not like, okay, I'm going to be an animal now. I'm going to go to, you know, <laughs> I'll do it with the door open, you know. <laughs> but no, but but then also reciprocity, she goes to the bathroom too and it yeah. doesn't bother me. You know, I know a lot of a lot of people, they might have a problem with that or, you know, this It's and a that. natural no. thing. It is. Everybody poops. Go. There's, you know a, what be there's un- even a book called that. Right? Everybody poops. Right. You know, I, I, it's not like I'm the dog outside going on the grass. Now, that would be weird, right? I got to go. I got to go use the tree. But no, and, and so that uh, that kind of opened me up to um, to honesty and freedom in the relationship, mm-hmm. you know? So I just try to do everything as best I can. And by doing that, you don't always complete it. You fail, mm-hmm. you know? But um, I'm right there in all aspects of my life to try again. And I do that with us, you know. Yeah. Um, she uh, she can tell when something's bothering me. And then I find out I can tell when something's bothering her. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no deception. We can read each other very well. Uh, it still amazes me, though, mm-hmm. that that she notices things, you know. I have a, um, a tendency... If I wake up too early, I look at the clock and I'm a little mad that I woke up too early because I still got two more hours, you know, <laughs> what did I wake up for, you know, yeah. and uh, and I get a little angry at that. I didn't know that, though, but she picked up on that, huh? you know, and I think about it. Yeah, I was a little disappointed that I woke up out of whatever, you know, and she goes, you woke up, you wake up so angry sometimes. And I'm like, what? What am I doing? <laughs> It's just you toss and turn when you wake up. You're like, and then I thought about it, you, you know, it's like, you know what? She's right. Because if I wake up too early, I'm mad at myself for doing that because I need two more hours sleep. I set the alarm for eight. Right. Why am I waking up at six? You yeah. know, which I do that a lot or vice versa. You know, because you, you're getting old. Yeah. And you just wake up. Just wake up. And I go back. Well, to when sleep. you go to bed at four, you know, what do you right. expect? <laughs> go to bed at four. That's right. You went to bed at midnight. But after, actually. right after dinner. Right after dinner. <laughs> No, that would be two thirty. <laughs> All right, at the buffet, we're going to the buffet. But um, yeah, that's uh, that 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 freedom that I have, that intimacy, uh, emotional intimacy, I guess you could call it. Mm-hmm. Um, that I never experienced. Hmm. You know, 
for many years, intimacy to me was, uh, you know, sex, you know? Right. Right? Uh, that's just, you know, what it is. It's just that part of your relationship, sex, which, you know, everybody needs that in a relationship. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's gotten real now. We signed the contract. Yeah. And I lost the receipt. <laughs> There's no return. Yeah, you can't take the receipt. 90 man. days is over. 90 days is over. <laughs> so uh, um, I've embraced uh, everything as much as I, I can embrace it, you mm-hmm. know. And the, the thing is with her and me, um, me as a aspiring professional co- comedian, I feel that, you know, this is a building year and things I want to do. But um, um, without her now, it just seems kind of meaningless. Hmm. You know, that's how I feel. That's nice. And, uh, you know, and if I had to, you know, I'd, I'd just go back and go back to, I'd give it all up if, you know, if I had to, you know, take care of her or something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where I couldn't go out and do the, the, the things that I do and I have to work a regular job full time again, you know, mm-hmm. God forbid something happened where she, you know, could, didn't have her insurance or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah. You know, that's just the way, that's how I feel about her. Committed partnership, yeah. Yeah, whatever it takes, 100%. So, um, I didn't expect that, though. So, what's the hardest thing you've come across? Uh, hardest thing, um, breaking, uh, while I'm little by little, still breaking a lot of uh, old bachelor habits. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Which, name one. Okay, what I don't do anymore, even though... You could be at the washing machine, right, mm-hmm. to put the laundry in and get it clean. Do not blow your nose in an old T-shirt, okay? <laughs> Just what? don't. Do, and, and women, you might find that uh, they find it, you know, what? <laughs> yes, men, we do that. You know, sometimes you. I learned this. I was sorting the clothes, the whites and the colors and everything. Okay, I'm going to do a load of whites. So I was wearing a T-shirt. It was dirty, right? Mm-hmm. I might as well wear this one or watch this one. Mm-hmm. So I took it off and I put it over and I, I blew my nose in it because my nose was running because of <laughs> stupid suburban pollen or whatever. And she's like, baby, that's icky. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> right? I'm like, what? <laughs> right? Now, I've heard a, a friend of mine, his wife told him, don't blow your nose in the, sho- in the shower. Yeah, that's gross. Okay. You know, with your hands. Well, yeah. why not? The water's running, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, that's like peeing in the shower. Don't do that, okay? <laughs> I haven't done that for years. That's gross, all right? Peeing in the shower. Some I've done that a few times in my life. In, yeah, I have. I don't do it anymore. I did it when I was young, right? But I just um, did it last week. <laughs> was it nice? I miss it. <laughs> I miss peeing in the shower. I like peeing outside. Peeing outside is great. I love it. Well, Cold morning. In Cold the morning. Yeah, get in out the there. Snow? Uh, no, just... Uh, Cold, <laughs> cold yet hot. Well, you know, women don't skin. have that. That That's you know, true. women. Yeah, yeah. No, pleasure. The, 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 I don't do that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I I don't the tissues, tissues in the pocket. I'm still doing that. That's a hard one. I can't break that. I always have to have tissues. I mean, you don't blow your nose, but I leave them in the pocket of a thing like my shorts. Oh, and then and you stuff. wash them. I wash them, and then they come out, and it really can you know mess up your washing machines or your dryers and or your whatever. Clothes and yeah. yeah. So. Uh, she she was like, look at all these. You should, do, you know, that's how I got micro caught. Yeah. cosmic pieces of no, tissue. They're in her hand when she pulls the clothes out. <laughs> look at all these, you know. <laughs> um, that's hard to break that one. Um, uh, hard things. Uh, what people would no, nah, 
Now I'm I'm an open book. She says I can read you like a cheap book. It's because she's an ex cop. That's why. Well, yeah, that's the thing. You know that never goes away. Cops, cops, and moms. They um, you can never lie to them. Right. And they always believe the worst. <laughs> so yeah, she. So she's, you're in like double jeopardy right there. Yeah, she's got me there. Sometimes we see the world different. You mm-hmm. know, um, she's a little more cynical, uh, and uh, from job experience yeah whereas i uh tend to try to put you know uh, a more rosier uh positive spin on it but Mm -hmm. i forget that the world um that's one thing we are in agreement in the world isn't black and white yeah the world is a big gray area you know and uh and that's just the way it is Mm -hmm. And, and we we definitely see eye to eye on that um but um we is as opposite as we are in a lot of things, we're, we're uh, also the same. Mm-hmm. I guess that because we came more or less from the same area, being, you know, high school graduates together and stuff and raised in a suburb like Pleasanton at the time that we were raised there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just so funny how we went and did our lives and ended up back together. Yeah. And uh, Facebook is a wonderful thing. Well, you know, I love it. If it wasn't for Facebook, I wouldn't have found her. Yeah. And I found her off of a, a friend of ours. Um uh, Allie and uh, I was friends with Allie. You know, she's an old dear friend. I didn't know her and my wife were best friends since mm-hmm. they were little kids. You know, and then I saw my wife. Oh, there she is! And then a friend requests, and then the next thing you know, we literally, um, you know, our our, our courtship was Facebook uh, messages and texts. <laughs> That's all it was. It was, and we would send each other stickers. That's a little bit different than you know Before, ten years ago. Well, right, that was the whole thing till we went out on our first date. Mm-hmm. Um, but we would we would uh, then it went to texting, and then calling. Until mm. we went out on our first date. And then uh, the first time we'd seen each other in about 30 years was um, May, shoot, I want to say May 28th, May 30th of 2014. Mm-hmm. I had a show at uh, my home club at Tommy T's Comedy Club. And um, I closed the show out. And I had a lot of people came to see me do that. Mm-hmm. And she was one of them. Hmm. And it was the first time we saw each other. And this is like 2014 Mario comedy. Was that before the courtship? Uh, this is after. This is after that whole year of 2013 oh, okay. where we're just communicating. Got it. She wanted to come to the show. I'll never forget this, though. Uh, about a month uh, prior to the show, I said, yeah, you're going to bring anybody? And she goes, yeah, I'm going um, to bring my boyfriend. And I was like, <laughs> fuck. Right? That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> And so then, yeah, I'm like bringing my boyfriend. She'd been seeing some guy for like seven months, and so then, for <laughs> and like, she's texting you. Yeah, we were just doing it as buddies, though. It wasn't like mm-hmm. you know, right? Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, she liked what she saw, and I, you know, I was. But uh, then about a week later, she told me they broke up, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, that's how that started. So she, uh, it wasn't anything serious, you know. She, yeah. this guy was, you know. Was the way he was, and uh, was yeah, yeah, you know, I was the way he was, he's one of those guys, but um, uh, yeah, I kind of sw- uh, sweep swept her off her feet, mm-hmm. uh, with my um, just being me, and it was when she saw me perform, and that was like, wow, well, you figure if she likes you after that, then yeah, it's, yeah, you know, downhill from there, it's all downhill, <laughs> but. 
uh, then we uh, we started uh, seeing each other, and boom, you know, uh, three years later, and, and we d- decided like you know, yeah, we, I want to marry you. You know, she mm-hmm. said, I want to marry you too. You know, because it's just easier that way. It's just easier. Yeah, that way. <laughs> us being married, and then we'll be, I go, I'm not going anywhere. Uh-huh. You know, and I'm not a, a, a the the cheating type. You yeah. know, that's one thing. Even when I uh, the old me back, the old wild me. If I was involved with somebody, I always was very loyal to them. Yeah. They might not be loyal to me, <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, but, you know, that's the one thing, too. I don't have to worry about any of that dating things at my age. I see people who date at my age. Yeah. Oh, my God. Man. It's not It's not pretty. No, it's not. And with this whole social media and everything with, like, you know, the, the, the dating sites, mm-hmm. the dating apps. Yeah. And, uh, There's a whole science to everything. Yeah. Everybody's you know, terminology. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, is this really a person that, you know, they portray themselves to be? Right, is their picture really their picture? And yeah. Yeah, is their picture they're really their picture? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And you got to tell five people where you're going to meet them Well, in case anything should happen. That's another thing, too, that I love about social media. You know, I just put, I like to put full body shots. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got nothing to hide. What do you call it? A lot of people don't do that, though. Yeah. No. I only show you my eye. That's it. This is my eye. <laughs> my earlobe. My earlobe. Yes. <laughs> my nose. Isn't it my nose great? <laughs> no. You know, I'll never forget. I God, it was like 2000. I don't know. It was like 18 years ago. Everything happened 18 years ago. Right? <laughs> it was around 2000. It was 2K. It was before 9-11, I think. But I went on a date with this gal. And... uh uh, it was a great date. It was nothing, you know, uh, not a big romantic date. I took her to pizza and beer. Cause mm-hmm. like, you know, that sounds pretty good if I'm buying shit. <laughs> We're going to eat she, what I want to eat. Yeah, she was cool. <laughs> and so I'll never forget uh, that weekend. It was odd. Um, uh, I went went to a football game. or watched fo- I watched Sunday football at my bar all day. So when I got home, she had called. Mm-hmm. But it was late. It was like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. I was really drunk. I was really pissed drunk, right? Mm-hmm. So I told her I didn't want to talk to her because I'd been drinking and I didn't want her to see me or listen to me, you know, drunk. Right. I was a little embarrassed, even though I had a good time all day watching the football. <laughs> Hell yeah. But she's like, okay, uh, all right. I'll call you tomorrow. Okay. So. I thought, you know, I'm being honest, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was the closest I'd ever gotten at that point in my life to maybe talking about my drinking because I used to drink a lot. Mm-hmm. Work and drink. That's what I did. So I call her the next day and uh, no, no, no. She didn't call me back or nothing. Mm. And I was like, so I called her again and uh, I was at work. Hmm. So then when I got when I got off, I called her one more time and I got the machine again. Mm-hmm. But it's Monday night, Monday night football. There's more drinking to be done, and I'm off Tuesday. So there I went uh, to go do my thing. So then the next day, um, I don't know, it was sometime around 11 o'clock in the morning, sometime, whatever. I, I just said, I better give her a call, let her know, you know, see what's going on. And she had answered it. Hi, you reached so-and-so. You know, I can't come to my phone right now. I'm gonna leave your name and number. I'll call you back. And if this is Mario, please don't ever call me again. <laughs> Are right? You it was on our voice message. Yes, how embarrassing. <laughs> we, had, we had some of the same friends. And I'm like, what did I do? 
Was this before or after the pizza party? It was after the pizza. The pizza was like on Friday. Oh, okay. You know, Friday is Saturday. And, Saturday. and Saturday I called her and she said she had such a wonderful time and this and that. And I go, we got to do it again. So then so sun- it was your Sunday. Honesty. Yeah, she, Sunday she called Sunday night. I mean, who calls Sunday night at 11 o'clock at night? <laughs> you know? Right? Who does that? I, right? I don't know. Even the Jehovah's don't knock on your door that late, <laughs> right? So, um,. I just told her I didn't want to talk to her because I'd been drinking and I'd afraid that I was going to embarrass myself. And yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. That turn her off? I, I don't know. Fuck her, right? You know? <laughs> she <laughs> I, never told you? No, I never. Your well, friends never told she, you? She said, uh, don't ever go. She let the whole world know. I was embarrassed. To be honest with you. Oh, I feel, I feel weird and stupid. <laughs> because I was weird mm. and stupid. All so right. I had episodes like that, mm. you know. Um, Where did you guys meet initially? At, at the store I worked at at Andronico's. Okay, so that's yeah. how you met her initially. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, a nice gal, God bless her. But uh, <laughs> bless, her, bless her heart. Bless her heart. <laughs> Alcoholic. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was you know that was the, the, those those kind of incidents. Was that the last date you had? No, that I had uh, gotten involved with some people, and then there was talks. Toxicity at its best, <laughs> you know. Drinking played a whole part in my life, so they had to drink too. Yeah, you know. And I knew an older guy who was married for like some thirty years, kids all grown out of college, this and that. So he'd go home with his old butcher every night. Him and his wife. The first thing they do is have their cocktail. Yeah, you know. And so I had it in my head. Well, you know, if I'm going to find somebody, she's got to be a drinker too. Right. You know. Right. Because what's the point, right? <laughs> what's the point? <laughs> I couldn't the imagine the family my... that drinks together stays together. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the couples that drink together stink together. <laughs> no thinking, but uh, so everything revolved around uh, alcohol. So it was a lot of episodes like that. You know, you 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 hang out oh, with yeah. the, when you know you you meet them at the bar or whatever. You know, yeah. And then hey, what, you want to go out? Okay, what do you want to do? Well, let's go back to the bar we met at, right? Because <laughs> everybody's there. Hey. We're here. Yeah. And let's have, and that's the whole cycle. You know, eventually it does catch up to you, but you don't, I don't know. I never really did anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to like lose everything to actually start doing stuff. Yeah. Cause even at the peak of my, uh, um, successful life in like 2009, I was making a lot of money and, you know, I was, uh, having a good old time partying and this and that. Mm-hmm. But, um, there was a extremely empty. You know, yeah, and I thank uh, I thank God every every New Year's Eve because I'll never forget when it was turning into uh, 2010. I uh, I got home for New Year's. I had roommates, but they were all out, and we had a, this old house we lived in. Anyway, I remember barbecuing uh, a big old piece of ribeye <laughs> on the bone, and I had my cocktails and I had a baked potato, and it was New Year's Eve, and it was like 9:30 at night. And I thought I was living good, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize I was alone, you know. <laughs> yeah. And there's a reason for that. Nobody wanted, nobody to kiss at midnight, you know. <laughs> but I had my stuff, and I was happy. Yeah. Right. I flash forward to that a few years later. I'm uh, I I'm single. I'm clean and sober, and I'm uh, starting to. Uh, uh, do other comedy shows at various venues in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the bus uh, in Muni with my friend Marga Gomez. Mm-hmm. And uh, shout out to Marga. Marga, I love her. She's amazing. What he caught. Uh, I, I'm in awe of this woman. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to tell you a quick Marga story. But um, 
Morgan and me having a conversation. Now, there was a friend of mine uh, um, that hired me to perform at her divorce party in San Francisco (laughs) up there by UCSF. Uh And it was an outdoor little venue at the complex she lived at. And Mm -hmm. there was a bartender and they had like foosball and all this food and stuff. And she was dropping some decent coin. Mm -hmm. And I know my friend Marga... um, was looking to for some side work, you know, because right. she's trying to get her productions going, and she just needs a little cash coming in. So I said, "Hey, why don't you come do this gig with me, and I'll split the money with you." It was decent, you know, and it's in San Francisco, so it's nothing for her. Okay, and so then I asked my friend, "I'm bringing, you know, Marga Gomez and this and that, and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll put on a good show for you." And it was like maybe I don't know twenty people at this thing, a divorce party. She was celebrating yeah. her divorce, <laughs> so I go up and I do my thing, and I bring Marga up, and Marga goes up, and we had a good time, and Marga had some cocktails, and mm-hmm. you know, and we're gonna go because you know some somebody knocked over the foosball table, it's getting a little wild, <laughs> <laughs> fucking breeders, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so me and Marga <laughs> hop on the bus, and mm-hmm. this is like I think it was August or October, I can't remember. It's around that time, fall. Mm-hmm. So. We're going to go down to where she lives, and then I'll just catch the train to Embarcadero so I can go back to Oakland. So we're talking about being single. And Mm -hmm. I told her, you know, I'm working on myself. You know, I got this second chance, and it's uh, I'm okay being single because I'm still trying to figure out who I am, you know. Right, yeah. Because everything's new now. I'm not in the fog. And uh, Margaret um, really, I don't know, we just had this amazing conversation Mm -hmm. and uh, about being single, you know. And she's single. yeah. And it's okay because, you know, I said, I'm going to focus on what I want to do, what kind of mark I want to make on this earth. Mm-hmm. If I'm supposed to have somebody, they'll show up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So then, then she offered me right then and then to be the host and MC for her New Year's Eve show at the Brava Theater. Oh, awesome. Yeah. For, uh, to, for, for like two months later, you mm-hmm. know? And that's a big deal. She was doing those shows for years. So I got to host that show. Nice. And, um, that's like the highlight, not only of my comedy career, but of my life. Yeah. Because um, once upon a time, I went to the uh, the the gift center in San Francisco and saw Linda Ronstadt perform. Mm-hmm. Linda Ronstadt had that uh, Mexican album, uh, Canciones de Mi Padre. It was a big mariachi deal for her. She kind of reinvented herself. Right. Marga was the host. It was oh, a benefit nice. for uh, um, uh, the AIDS, one of the AIDS foundations. Anyway, um, it's like, yeah, there's Marga, you know? And so... Uh, I um, um, watched her host this thing, and I thought, man, I wish I was a comedian. You know, I always had that comedy thing that I wanted to do, and I was just hoping uh, that someday, if I was ever a comedian, I'd get to, like, bring her out. Like, she brought me, and I got to do that for her New Year's Eve show. That's awesome. Yeah. But where I just was in awe of her was she had this uh, room called Esta Noche, and it was uh, uh, on Valencia in the Mm -hmm. Mission, and uh, she let me perform there and I got to even play the music there when her DJ couldn't make it. Anyway, one night the mic broke uh-huh. and so Margaret was doing her set. So she went and she sat on the bar away from the stage and did her set and just told a story about taking care of a dog, you yeah. know? And it was the most hilarious story. <laughs> and I thought, that's how I want to be a comic. Yeah. Just what she's doing right there, you know? So that's how I kind of, she's one of my influences mm-hmm. on how I do my comedy just just speak from your heart of something yeah. that happened to you by doing that that night with in front of my uh now wife that's how i won her over yeah you know and um by trying to be as real as i can about my comedy you know reflecting my life mm-hmm. 
I bring that to also my marriage mm-hmm. is to just speak from your heart and uh if anything uh good or bad, bring it up, don't hold it in. Yeah. And I, I think that's what kept me single for uh so many years is because I didn't want to let anybody into my world and I didn't want to uh say anything really honest. Right. You know? And uh, once I shed all that stuff over years or whatever with the help I got, with the drinking and everything, mm-hmm. and life experience, um, I think that's why I find marriage so free. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I have to do is just be me and speak from the heart. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> any problems that we have or difficulties or whatever, we get through them, but bring them up. Yeah. You know, and bring up the good stuff too. Right. Yeah. It's you not know? all bad. Yeah. You know, um, Share that in the constantly sharing. I remember I'd heard people say this for years, and I thought, how boring, right? <laughs> we need to share. And here you are. And here I am, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, sharing. Of course, you didn't have a problem sharing in that mother in law unit. Uh, no, because it was so small, <laughs> right? That was another thing. We lived together, right? We didn't even have a TV for mm. many months, you know? And it was just us. Yeah. And, uh, so you had to entertain each other. Yeah, and we did. <laughs> Constantly. Just us being us. Right. You know? Um, and then we got a TV, right? Mm-hmm. And it sat in a box for like two months. <laughs> because... Because you didn't need it. No. You hadn't had one for and a now, long. And now we have our TV in our bedroom. And, and it's we watch a movie. Yeah. And, you know, I like the news and stuff. She doesn't. <laughs> Because it's depressing. Why would you like to watch? Well, yeah, I like to watch the news, you know. But she does it, and we 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 make it work. Yeah. But it's the constant. Um, it all comes down to honesty for yeah. me. To be free, be honest. Well, you know, you people ask, um, couples that have been together for you know seventy five years mm-hmm. or whatever, and they ask them, "What's the key to longevity?" And a lot of them say communication mm-hmm. is the key in a lot of ways. I I think so. But, you know, if they've been together 75 years, you know, they probably went through some very, very hard times. Mm-hmm. We I know a couple that was together that long. A uh, very dear uh, person to us. Uh, she just passed. But um, her and her husband, you could tell they were still in love up until the end, you know. Mm-hmm. Because, and they just... I think that was it, the honesty and communication. In the separate bedrooms, I'm sure. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I have another couple I know that have been together forever. They got through the uh, the years before retirement because mm-hmm. he worked nights and she worked days. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> so they never saw each other except for Saturday and Sunday. See, it works for some people. Uh-huh. So that's how they, you know. <laughs> Yeah, the first 50 years were a piece of cake. (laughs) (laughs) We never saw her. Now they're retired. Yeah, now they're retired. But they still love each other, you know? Yeah. All relationships I know, they don't really end that way. I know so many that end, you know? Um, And uh, mine will end with one of our deaths. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully naturally. Of course, natural. (laughs) She tells me she wants to die first because she doesn't want to be here if I'm not here. Yeah. And I said, um, no, that's not very fair. 
<laughs> and I, I always joke and tell her. I said, but you know, because she had the health problems with the accident that mm-hmm. she was in and stuff. I go, if you if you if you passed away now though, I'd be devastated. Yeah. And I'd be so like you know my stock would rise. <laughs> Women would be around the corner, you know. And she's like, shut up. Go, yes. Shut up before we I kill can't you. Wait, yes. They all look at the one who got away. So yeah. what's your final words? My final words. people out there that are still single and looking for that special person. All right. Honestly, get off the dating apps. Get off the Tinders and all that. Unless you just want to, like, get busy and have some, you know, animal sex. Well, then (laughs) stay on them. But if you want somebody that's going to have your back and uh, that's going to love you unconditionally like you love them, Mm -hmm. it'll happen if it's supposed to happen. And when it does happen, believe me, follow my three rules, Mm -hmm. which are always make them laugh. Never lie to them and love them unconditionally. And that's it. Well, you heard it here first. That's it. On Women Who Sarcast. But don't look for your wife on Tinder, all right? <laughs> look for the hookup. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing, Mario. Thank you for having appreciate me. appreciate it. Always, I'm sure there's a lot of awesome wiser friend. people out there after today's episode. Oh, there's smarter people than me. I can just tell you what's working the whole year. <laughs> Next year's show will be, she left me. She left me. <laughs> Because of the, I couldn't stop blowing my nose. And until then, <laughs> we'll see you next. We'll week. see you next time on Women Who Sarcast. Show music provided by Mike Imbasiani. You can find him at mikeimbasiani.com. That's M-I-K-E-I-M-B-A-S-C-I-A-N-I.com. 